So hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Global Game Podcast. As always, we are your hosts, Sean D. and Pablo H. Pablo C. Hey. So today, without further ado, we'll be continuing on episode two of our top 10 top players of every position mini-series. So today we're going to be focusing on center backs, the most important position in defense. And yeah, let's without further ado, let's get started. So, oh, before I, we start, actually, so we'll be following the same format as the previous episode where Pablo and I state our top 15 players, center backs, and we also compare that with what FIFA 21 EA Sports rated as their top 15 center backs. So, yeah, let's get into it. That's number 15. We are. <laughs> I don't know if this might come to a shock to you, but I have Maguire. No, that's not a shock. Okay. After recent performances, I thought it might be, but um, yeah, well, you know, even though Manu's conceded, I don't know, over 10 goals in their first three games this season, I think, you know, that what 80 million price point didn't just come out of nowhere. I actually thought that when man you bought him off Leicester, that was how much he should be worth, just because of how good he was then. And he's still like, even though man you maybe is losing, <laughs> losing games and conceding lots of goals, like not not being very disciplined at the back. I think defensively he's great, and you know just a threat, big body. Yeah. What I've actually come to realize while making this is that there are actually so many good center backs. Yeah. Like, I have, like, five players who I was debating for that spot. But for 15th, I put DeLitt, which okay. actually might be a surprise. No, I, I have... thought that he's going to be the, one of the best center backs, if not the best in the future. I think just as of now, he, didn't, he adjusted to Juventus a bit rockily. I mean, Cellini tore his ACLs right at the start of the season, so he was immediately forced into the starting center-back position. And there were a couple, like, mistakes or miscommunications here and there. But I think as of... He's still top 15, in my opinion. I think it was... Now that I think of it, it was really between him and um, Raul, uh, Jose Maria Jimenez and Schule. Mm-hmm. I think either one of them... I think... For the top, like, 15th, 14th, 13th, they're all inter- interchangeable because they're all, like, similar levels, in my opinion. Yeah. Maybe Dillard is a surprise to some. I don't know. I still think he's yeah. also worth his price tag, like you said. Yeah. A lot of teams wanted him. Mm-hmm. And I think the real surprise is really what EA Sports put. As, as 15th, they put um Diego Godin. Why do you think he deserves higher? No. Lower? Yeah. Yeah. He I mean, did, did you he watch him at Inter last year? Yeah, he did he didn't make my list just because of last season, but Yeah, he was such I, a liability. Like I yeah. I I Atletico is like one of the top in the world, but Yeah, yeah, Inter, that's what and all I'm of a sudden like to what before last season, he was one of the highest rated center backs, I think. And now look at him. Yeah, exactly. That's why, yeah, he's off the list for me too. But EA Sports still believe that he warranted an 85 rating, which put him, let us say, ahead of Thiago Silva, Jimenez, Schuller, mm-hmm. the Fridge, Alaba, 
a lot of players. Mm-hmm. Pretty surprising. Yeah. So at 14th. Yeah, I, I just like you, I put the Licht, but I put him in one higher at 14th. And I think, uh, I don't know, I think going to Juventus was a bit of a safe move for him because obviously, you know, good players around him. Like, I think maybe if he went to Man U, because he was, I think those were, he was strongly linked to Man U or Juventus. If he went to or Man Barca. U, oh yeah, or Barca, he could have showed himself a bit more at those clubs, whereas Juventus, you know. It's a bit of a safer option, but you know he's been playing. He hasn't been playing amazing, but he, that he gets the job done. I would have, I would have said Barca, Barca was a better decision for him. Not because I'm a fan, but I think Man U was definitely not wouldn't be a good decision because immediately like the press would label him, mm-hmm. and they'd put so much pressure on him as like the number one man for Man U. While at Barca, while at Barca or Juve, he could be mentored by PK and Cellini, some of the best center backs in history. So yeah, U of A is a good decision, but it it between either Barca, U of A, or Bayern would have all been great decisions for him, for his career wise. I think. Yeah. At fourteenth, I went with Harry Maguire. Okay. I put him one over the lit, just because I think last year he was still really he performed really well, and he still in a way carried Man U's defense for a lot of time. And yeah, like you said, um, the price tag didn't come out of nowhere. He was stellar for Leicester. And he was also great for England. He is great for England. And I think just because of a recent... You can't really judge off too much off recent performances. You should look at the overall. And I think he's top 14. Yeah. So EA Sports at 14th, they put um, Aldevirold, the Tottenham man. Oh, wow. I, 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 he was not on my list either. No way, I have him next. Oh, actually, yeah. Well, go ahead and explain why. Well, Tottenham, I don't know. I, I guess they have been really struggling in the past, but I, I think Alderweireld has been their like main center back within the past years. Like Vertonghen left now, but ever since you know, Tottenham has been chained been changing up their wing backs, right backs, left backs, and their second center back. Whereas Alderweireld has always been just the one who stays. So it's obviously going to be hard for him to be playing with a different back four every week. So I don't know. I think he's been, he's always just been there and he's been like Tottenham's best defender. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. I, I rate him, but. I still wouldn't put him at top 15 just because he doesn't really have, like, I don't know, his contract was expiring. Like, he just recently signed a new contract, and it didn't appear as though anyone was really interested in securing him, even for free. Mm-hmm. I don't think, like, I think like, he's, like, a great player, but he doesn't really stand out as an excellent one. Yeah, that's true. So that's why, for me, he's off. He's on my list, but he's still a top 20 for sure. At 13th, I have... um. Clément Langlet, okay, Barca player. Do you do you have him? On, okay, I guess we'll yeah. see later whether you have him on the yeah. list or not. But I think he's really established himself into Barca's rotation at, at Barca's starting lineup. Pardon me. He's really one of their players that they were to keep, regardless of what happened this year with their manager or their president. He was very consistent alongside PK in their defense which actually needs a lot of work, but I think he's one to stay. 
because he's he's pretty young still. He's what? Yeah, he's twenty five years old. He's already cemented himself into Barca starting lineup. And yeah, maybe third. Some might say thirteen is thirteen is a bit low, but I think just because of his young age, he has a lot of time to mm-hmm. rise up the rankings. Yeah. And at number thirteen, EA Sports put Leonardo Bonucci, giving him an eighty-five rating. It's, but, I think that's underrated. Yeah, I, I have him higher too. Yeah. Yeah, they gave him an eighty-five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So moving on, number twelve. Yeah, I, I have Langley. <laughs> okay. I think reasonable, just why you just said. Still young, so he can, I think, may, if he, I don't know, keeps improving, he can be he can be a perfect uh, replacement for PK because PK is obviously getting old. Yeah. I, I have two perfect replacements for PK in mind, but we'll save that for another, the transfer special we're doing soon. <laughs> okay. At 12, I had Matt Hummels. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, top 12 center back, I guess. But he's pretty good for Dortmund. Nothing special. He was at his prime, was his first stint with Dortmund before he moved to Bayern for 50 million. Where at Bayern, he was also incredible alongside Boateng. And he was, I say, prior to this season, at a higher rating, but I think just because of his age. He's not as good as. Well, he's only thirty-one, but you know, I I think he's a lot of players. Of it's not necessarily that he's becoming worse. It's just a lot of people have overtaken him. Yeah. So number twelve, um, EA Sports have Marquinhos. Okay. PSG Brazilian defender. I'm not a huge Marquinhos fan. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Bro, I just. Uh... I don't like his style of play. He's dirty. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. So is Sergio Ramos. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to number 11. So number 11, I have De Vrij from Inter. Oh, wow. Because I, I, was, I was thinking about who to put between him and Skriniar. But I left Skriniar out just because I think Skriniar, like defensively, De Vrij plays that role in this as the central center back with those three because they play with three at three center backs and he plays that central role and I think that's a much harder role and it's more important than playing you know where Skriniar plays and I don't know he's just I think he's he's has more impact um defensively wow so I I went the opposite route as you okay I I've screened here somewhere else on this list, and I I left the bridge out. But uh, yeah, okay. so he's still a solid defender. He was for Lazio before and for the Dutch team during the 2010-2014 World Cup. I think yeah, he's definitely a great player. But at number eleven, I had um, Bonucci. Okay. So yeah, I I ranked him higher than FIFA did, mm-hmm. and I think he's yeah he's one of the always top defenders in the world alongside. His compatriot Cellini, they've been the U of A's back line for who knows how long now. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's turned, he's 33 now, so I guess you say past his prime, but he's still a great player. Yeah. That's why I have him sitting there. 
He's still Mr. Reliable. Yeah. And at number 11, Bar- um, FIFA put Lenglet, so higher than both of oh, us. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Still an 85 rating. So everyone we've spoken about so far in FIFA's rankings is 85 rated. Okay. So pretty even so far. Yeah. Number 10 now, top 10. So I put Homos. And I, okay. I think, uh, like you said um, before, um, you know, I, I, I he's, he obviously was better before, I think, when he was um, at Bayern and before that at Dortmund. But I think when Bayern let him go, everyone thought, okay, like his career is over. He's kind of just going there, you know, to retire there and stuff. But he's actually been there, like main center back, and he's been performing every week so I think that's why like I don't know he kind of shocked us all when he actually like kept that level up when he left so you know that's why I think he, he and obviously Dortmund's like a top top two club in Germany maybe top 10 in, in the world so yeah for sure question though do you do you rate um, Akanji the other Dortmund center back not really, do you? Yeah, I think he's good. I think he's good. But he's not on my list. Okay. So. At number 10, I have Marquinhos. Okay. But now that I think of it, I think I'd put him... I don't know, actually. I don't know. He's, he's very... He's still only 25 years old. 26 years old, pardon me. And what I think for me is like the next Thiago Silva because he's... He played for PSG, he's Brazilian. He played similar to Thiago Silva. He played alongside him. And he's become really um, reliable for PSG ever since joining from Roma. And he's really grown as a player. And just because of his age, I think he's so good. And I think any club would easily take him into their defense. That's why I have him higher than other players. Do you think, do you think he makes a good CDM? I don't know. I haven't really been... I haven't watched at all PSG or Brazil since he became a CDM. So I can't really tell to tell you the truth. But what do you think? If it suits a certain type of playing style to have him as TDM, you know? Like, he's kind of like a Fabinho, which I think works well if you have other attacking-minded midfielders. But I don't know. I think he actually... he. <laughs> He somehow always finds a way to score goals, even playing as that like CDM, like Kante or Fabinho. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, it, yeah, because he's a yeah, different kind of yeah. CDM in a way. Because you wouldn't really see Sergio Busquets slotting in a center back. Yeah. So he's he's more versatile yeah. than that. Yeah. Would would you put him in your CDM list, or is he in your center back list? I think maybe like late. Uh, like late in my CDM list. So high okay. So number ten, will FIFA consider him a center okay. back as his first position? Yeah. But they, I think they, yeah, they say CDM as second. Okay. But at number ten, they put Milan Skriniar. Okay. And they also gave him an eighty-five rating. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that rounds up number ten. Number nine. Number nine, I put um, Thiago Silva. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's the first one we agree okay. on. Okay, <laughs> nice. I'm surprised. I thought you wouldn't have him. Yeah. 
you know, he, he's still trying to find his way into Chelsea's, um, well, he's playing, but he's still trying to find his form. So, you know, that ju- that'll just take time. But I think he's he still, it's not like, I don't think his career is nearly over yet. So still, I think he still has yeah. a two, maybe three good years in him. Yeah, and credit to him because he's 36. Yeah. And we don't really see that many people talking about like how old yeah. he is. Yeah. In contrast to Bonucci, who's 33. And that's all people talk about his age. And yeah, he's still been captain in yeah. PSG and leading them from the center back position for so long. And I still think he has a great signing for Chelsea. I was super happy he went there. Yeah. Chelsea really. Yeah, I still rate him. FIFA did not put him in their top 10, top 15 at all. They put him as number 16. Yeah. Which is pretty surprising. FIFA does not rate old players. What? FIFA doesn't doesn't rate old players. Yeah, I know. But actually, at number 9, they put him the lit. Which is actually pretty yeah. surprising. But, you know, you never know if their decisions are weighted by... um. Financial reasons, because the lit would, people would much rather have him in their ultimate team. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Number eight. Number eight, I have Bonucci. Okay. So, yeah. See, maybe like I, I don't know. Maybe two, three years ago, he would have been in my top five, probably. But I think, I do think his career is slowly coming to an end as well. But yeah, he still did it. Was doing bits last year because Chiellini, um got injured, so he still proved that he could do it in the big stages. Yeah, it's kind of funny because he's always been kind of known as like Cellini's second mm-hmm. man, and last year he really got to prove himself. But yeah, I mean that's a good. I at eight I put PK. Okay. So that must mean you have yeah, a higher. I... Yeah, I think I was. I wanted to put him higher, but I didn't want. To, I didn't want to think it was by like it was a biased mm-hmm. decision. I, I still think for the most part of last season, he was or like sorry, two seasons ago in last season he was super improved. Like all of a sudden his like career was back, and he was so good. But I think at the latter stages of last season we really saw that he's not the same PK we are used to, and he slowly is not as good as he used to be. But I still think he's a great player. Yeah. But I think that the other people are better than him now. They took a step. Yeah. But yeah. Did you, it's kind of off topic, but did you ever buy into the rumors that said he was going to go to Fulham? PK? No. Yeah. I, yeah, I think he's too loyal to Barca. Yeah. I think all, all these La Masia yeah. players yeah. are. Yeah, so you had Bonucci at eight. Yeah, Bonucci at eight, and then yeah, well, FIFA agreed with me on number eight. Oh, yeah, okay. PK at eighty-six rating, mm-hmm. pretty good. So top seven. Yeah, now. top seven. So seventh, I put Laporte from Man City. Okay. You know, even though he he's been struggling with injury, I think. Well, last year he he did play quite a bit. At the start of the season, and you know, I, I do think uh, he, he was a bit sloppy two Champions Leagues ago. But you know, I think, I think he he's re- like if I had to pick 
like one center back on City out of all of them they have now <laughs> to to play to be to gar- to have that guaranteed spot it would be Laporte out of all the other ones. Yeah. Yeah, I have him too. I have him at a higher spot. But definitely is a great player. I think at, at number seven, I had Koulibaly. Okay. I think, I mean, it might, some might say it's yeah. kind of low. But, I don't know. He's like, in the games that I've seen Napoli, he's kind of been like outmatched by the attacking players. And, I think it was a lot of hype. I think I think Napoli might have inflated his value mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah, because you saw like a bunch of players wanted him because yeah. he's a great center back, but no one really wanted to pay that price that Napoli was yeah. asking for. So he stayed at Napoli and he hasn't really made like headlines anymore. Mm-hmm. But he's still a great center back. So yeah, an excellent center back. So I have a number seven, and number seven, FIFA has Hummels. No way. So they actually have it higher than wow. both of us. Also an 86 rated. So at six? That was just seven. So at six, I have PK. So yeah. yeah. You know, he's also one of those guys who, I don't know, he's been at the top level for like 10 years now or something at Barca. Yeah, yeah at least. And he's been essential for all those teams coming up. All those good Barca, like MSN, even before that. So, yeah, I think he's he, he he's always been, in my opinion, like one of the best. Yeah, for sure. Well, at number six, I have Milan Skriniar. Okay. Which, which actually, now, it might be, it might be a little high. But I, I just rate him a lot. I think he's great. He's very underrated, in my opinion. But I don't know. I was kind of looking at him, and I was thinking that for the rankings-wise, I was like, I was thinking I put him under, under PK. But then I was like, yeah, also PK. If you look at the 8-2 and last season and the Barca, I don't know. I think Screen Yard stayed very... And yeah. Uh, and he's very he's rumored to go to a better team. I I guess if you consider Tottenham a better team than Inter, but a higher, yeah. a richer team. And they're willing to pay a lot too. Exactly. So that kind of shows the talent. Yeah. They're really willing to yeah. pay. And number six, actually surprising. FIFA has Rafael Varane. Oh wow! They have him at a eighty-six rated. Mm. And that's that's low. So going into the top yeah, five. Yeah, top five. So at fifth, I have Koulibaly. Okay. I think, yeah, because of all the hype that around him, leaving and you know, linked to Manu, linked to other big clubs. I think obviously the demand was there because he's a great center back. But like you said, is he like? He's not up there with like Van Dyke, Ramos, or any of those guys. So I think that's why no one want, went through with it. He's not like he's not that big of an. Uh, I think on the ball, like other big center backs, other big center backs um, bring much more to the table than he does. He's a bit 
he he's not as great on the ball, even though he's great, you know, aerially and defensively. I think offensively he doesn't bring as much. Yeah. I agree. So number five I have Laporte. Okay. So I'm yeah. higher than you because kind of how we discussed last episode, the role he plays in Man City's mm-hmm. defense. He's the only one who's the only position in their defense was set in stone, and we saw what happened to their title defense last season when he went down with an injury. Yeah. They really Liverpool really started opening gap with City, so it shows how integral he is to the Man mm-hmm. City squad. Which is why I have him at top yeah. five. At top five, that fifth place, pardon me, EA Sports has Giorgio Cellini. Okay. Wow. As an 87-rated player at the age of 36. So, number four? Number four, I have Alaba. Yeah. Alaba? (laughs) I left Chiellini out of it altogether just because of his injury. Oh, wow. Okay, that really caught me off guard. Okay, but yeah, did did you consider Alaba a left-back or center-back? Or do you? Like, he's not really a left back anymore yeah. because of Alfonso, yeah. but I didn't really like. I would he would have been in the left back conversation for sure if he still played there, but I don't think he's that stellar of a center back. <laughs> Definitely he's not, not that stellar, but he, he's done it. He did it at Bayern all season. Like, like he adapted super well to that role at center back, and it was surprising because I thought that it would be like Suli and Boateng who would who would take the roles at the end of the season when they were both fit, but, you know, and Alaba would move to left back, but they decided that Alaba was doing so well there. Or maybe Alfonso yeah, played a bit of that role. But, but if, if, I, if I don't know, if I had the choice, I'd play Alaba over Alfonso left back. But I think it was just because the lack of, I don't know. They, I think the manager just rated Alaba over both Boateng and Suli, so I think that says a lot. Yeah, I think Alaba is a great center back, but I definitely, maybe I'd argue to be in the fifteenth area, tenth to fifteenth area, but I definitely <laughs> would not put him at fourth. I think the fact that it's not even like, say, Niklas Hula did not get injured last year. Alaba would still be a, a left-back. It's yeah, not as if true. Bayern voluntarily wanted him as a center-back. Yeah. It was there as coincidence. Because of unforeseen circumstances. And he did the job there for sure. But yeah. At number four, I had Cellini. Okay. So I'm not really... I guess we're still yet to see how he returns from his injury, but still... Before that, and if you still played last year, he'd still undoubtedly be one of the top center backs in the world. And yeah. he ha- and he's 36 years old, so if you put that in context, he hasn't really taken that much of a decline, such as as we've seen with Bonucci or Piquet or other Hummels or other older players. He's still been that good for Juve. So yeah. maybe if I if I factored in that injury and how he'd return, maybe he'd be not as high, but. I still think he's really that good. Yeah. And number four, um, FIFA put Laporte oh, higher man. than both of us. Wow. 
Yeah. And they gave it an 87 rating. Mm. Wow, that's still not very high for FIFA rating. Yeah, its center backs are rated much lower yeah. than the goalkeepers. Right yeah. Now. So now we're in top three. Okay, so I'm assuming we we have the same three players. Varane, uh, Ramos, and Van Dyke, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's see what so, order, though. What order? Okay. Should I just say my order? Should I start with three? Let's keep it. Okay, okay. I think we both have the same three. Varane. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's always been the second to Ramos. That's why, like, no one really can, ever considers him as better than him. So. Yeah. Well. I don't know, maybe the center back position, the leaderboard is actually very tough. It could be it could go either way for so many of these decisions decisions. Yeah. I'd say for me, like you could look you could go for like you could instead of putting them in pos- numbers, ranking them by numbers, you should rank them by like tiers. Mm-hmm. So I say like tier one is like Van Dyke and Ramos yeah. and tier two is like the rest of these guys we signed because they're all such you could you could like put any of them at number three or number four and it wouldn't really look weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ravan's like at three, but you could also say, I think he's been he's one of he's is the third best center back. But also, if you look at those two mistakes he did against Man City, yeah, like he single handedly yeah. kicked them out of the Champions League. Yeah. Like someone of that quality should not be doing that. Yeah. But I I've, I I had never seen Varane do anything like that before, so. That's true. Let's just assume it won't happen again. Yeah. It's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely number three. But at number three, FIFA put um, Koulibaly. Wow. Yeah. Remember, they placed Varane at um, sixth place. Lower than Cellini, yeah. Laporte. Mm-hmm. They put Varane at 86 rated with Koulibaly 88 rated. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. They, yeah. they they might be bought into the hype, or maybe we're severely underrating him. Yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> it's not like Napoli. Napoli did Napoli even make Champions League again this year? No. No, they didn't. Because they they had, they even make Europa League. They finished like ninth this year or something. It was it was Juve, Inter, Lazio, Atalanta. Yeah. Qualification. They made qualification for Europa. Exactly. Like, with that, with with what they say, the third best center back in the world. <laughs> like you'd think they're much higher, this regardless of their attack. Mm-hmm. Like we know how important a center back is. But yeah, maybe maybe I don't know. He is still very good, but we we both have a couple players over him. Yeah. So let's see now. Top two. This is Ooh, probably number two. like the after Messi and Ronaldo. This is the hardest decision <laughs> between mm, these two. I mean, I I just for me, I put Van Dyke second. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, it depends. I I think purely I have Ramos second. Oh, okay, and if we look at the center back as just if we consider the center back. If we rank them by how good they are defensively, then for sure I have Van Dyke mm-hmm. easily. But if it's all around, then Ramos is you can't top Ramos. Ramos yeah. is like the highest goal scoring yeah. center back. 
And if I if I had the choice, like as a striker, do I want to like play a full ninety minutes against Ramos or Van Dyke? I would not want to face Ramos. I I would much rather just face Van Dyke. Like Ramos I, is intimidating. Sure, Ramos is intimidating, like stronger, more physical. Is he though? Then Van yeah. Dyke. Van Dyke's yeah. much taller. Bro, think about what like. How many hat tricks has Messi scored against Real Madrid? <laughs> Bro, Messi's against Ramos. Messi's different, though. Yeah, but but every time Barca plays Ramos, I mean, every time any yeah. like any big player plays Ramos, they always do him. Not that Ramos right. is. Yeah, I guess, but still, I think Ramos is still. I think I think Ramos is more of a threat offensively than defensively. No, yeah. that's not true. I think he is. Better defensively, but he's still such a threat offensively. I think he's more passionate too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Van Dyke. Uh, Van Dyke's twenty nine, but still, he he's only come onto the scene recently. Yeah, Ramos has been here for fifteen years. Yeah, since he was a right back for Sevilla. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's crazy. He's like such a. He's like that. He's a player that I love and hate. Sometimes I yeah. absolutely hate him, and sometimes I love him. Like, he's so smart, though, in what he does. He's, yeah, except when he gets, like, 40 red cards a game. Yeah. He's also cost his team two Champions Leagues in a row. Because he, he would... The, when Ajax beat Real and when Man City beat Real, he was out with a red card. Yeah, but you could technically say he won them some, too, with that header against... That's true, obviously. Mexico. No, I'm not saying... No, that's not, yeah. I'm saying how important he is yeah. to the team. Because yeah. when he's out, they lose. yeah. But also, he, he, remember against Ajax in the first leg, he intentionally got a yellow card. So he'd missed the second leg instead of missing a quarterfinal match. Oh, yeah. And then he missed and then they lost. Yeah. And then yeah. he got banned for like yeah. two games just because he did that intentionally. Yeah. And yeah. But yeah, for sure. He's, I still think Van Dyke's better than him mm. as a defense defender. Van Dyke is. Think like when Liverpool has played anyone who scored, except like Atletico, but that's because Adri- that's because I don't know. They lost seven two today. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's true. But I didn't. I I didn't know that score yet. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, bro. I had. I, I had it. to tell you, bro. Yeah, I was. Well. Wait, what? Lost seven two. They lost seven two to Aston. Okay, don't tell me the who. Don't tell me the who. <laughs> I'll tell you the who, bro. That is so... Okay, I don't even... Maybe that influenced your decision. I'm basing it it off... I'm basing this on before the season started. Okay. Because I have yet to watch (laughs) the games. But yeah, well, if we look at FIFA, um, they ranked Sergio Ramos 89 rated second place and Van Dyke 90 rated. Another argument you can make for why... Van Dyke's better is because he's playing aside Joe Gomez, whereas Ramos is playing aside Varane. I guess. Like, but you could also say that Van Dyke's playing with Ar- Trent, Arnold, and yeah, and Anderson. Sorry, Robertson. Yeah. Where could go both? Where ways. Ramos is playing with an old Marcelo and an old Carvajal. Mm-hmm. You go it both ways. I just think. I mean, has Ramos ever been nominated for Ballon d'Or top three? No. 
Van Dyke has. Yeah. He had a great season, that's why. Yeah. Well, let's see. Do you want to, you want to hear the rest of the top 25? Okay, yeah. For FIFA? So they had um, Thiago Silva, 16. Jimenez, 17. Shula, 18. Felipe, 19. De Vridge, 20. Alaba, 21. Fernandinho, 22. Zakaria, 23. Joe Gomez, 24. And Diego Carlos, 25. Most of those make sense. Yeah. <laughs> most, I know what you're saying most. <laughs> you have Alaba <laughs> number four. Well then, that about, that's about rounding up our podcast. Yeah. The Global Game Podcast. We'll tune into next episode. We'll be looking at right backs and left backs. And we'll be talking about some of the transfers that were done. And we'll be talking about Premier League, other league games, such as the 7-2 trashing that Pablo just informed me about. We'll be looking at, of course, since we're the Global Game Podcast, we'll be looking at leagues all over the world. So stay tuned for that. You can hear your favorite league, whether it be MLS, if you're tuning in from America, or any European league, or any Asian league, we'll all look into that. So thank you very much, Pablo. Yeah, nice talking again. Thank you very much for listening. For tuning in, like and subscribe, and tune in soon for another Global Game podcast. Bye. See you.